0: What do you think? I think we're dead meat, real dead meat. You're dead meat. Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little passage of this, a dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James.
1: I'm Chelsea, and we're engaged, and we like to get scared together.
0: Gobble gobble, it's Thanksgiving time. It's
1: Thanksgiving. Yep. I got a Thanksgiving headband on. Thanks, Alex. You were apparently too good to wear it during your kilt count that you just filmed. I realized, I don't know if I can say what it was or not. It's Home Sweet Home. Okay, I can say it. No one cares. Home Sweet Home? Yeah. Home Sweet Home rules pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) It is is great. It is a very, uh, it's one of those weird ones like, Blood Rage, where
0: it's not as weird as Blood.
1: Blood Rage, rage no, Blood Rage is in another league, yeah. but it still has a little bit of that, yeah, that spice. For sure, that I, want. I had fun
0: doing it. It's a short episode, but we'll see. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thanksgiving <laughs> movies. <laughs> That's are, it. Are weird, right? except
0: for now we have Pilgrim.
1: That's true. Yeah, we we've done all of the Thanksgiving movies pretty much <laughs> at this point. Yeah, we're talking about Pilgrim this week, which is a like. It's a movie, but it's part of Hulu's series.
0: Yeah, it's a feature length episode yeah. of a anthological series on Hulu called Into the Dark, which I I didn't know about this, which uh, I'd
1: heard of it. Okay. But this was the one where This was the the episode of it that had been making the rounds on Twitter where Mm -hmm. I saw people saying this is when they really hit their stride.
0: Okay, because I think this is the third episode of the second season of Into the Dark. So there was a whole nother season ahead of this. Again, I feel bad for not knowing about it, but I guess I can't know about everything. Uh, Yeah, and I think it was smart of them to do a Thanksgiving episode. Just because, like we said, there's not there's not too much Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving horror.
1: And when you think about it, Thanksgiving should be not not necessarily an easy holiday to make a horror about. But there's so much inherent to Thanksgiving that is creepy. Yeah, it's you know being forced to spend time with your family, and it's almost like that thing every year where people say okay here's how to deal with your family talking politics yeah. at dinner and here's how to deal with your shitty relatives that you have no choice but to hang out with and it's also just the false past of thanksgiving how we kind of sanitize it which and... is
0: all addressed a exactly bit in this so
1: yeah. yeah i'm surprised we didn't get something like this a little sooner oh
0: i'm sorry this is the second episode of the second season got it okay. season and the series is made by blumhouse television mm-hmm. which i didn't know was a thing but so that means it's uh <laughs> executive producer jason blum mm-hmm. among many other people but just another credit to his name and this this episode was actually uh written by marcus Dunstan and noah feinberg i, I don't remember who noah feinberg is uh but it was directed also by marcus Dunstan and his buddy patrick Melton Mm -hmm. and those two dudes, though they make a lot of horror stuff. So they started with Feast, which I have not seen. Uh, Why
1: do I know what that is? is?
0: Pro- I mean, it's probably come up in your research. Yeah. Because that was like their starting movie. It got a few sequels. But then they did The Collector and The Collection.
1: Okay. All uh, right. Which
0: yeah. are which are fine. And then they took over the Saw series after Darren Lynn Bousman. So they did Saw 4, 5, 6, and 3D. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they were also involved with the My Bloody Valentine 3D, like mm-hmm. the remake of that. And I mean, I love Saw 5 and 6. Like, I really love those. It's the the healthcare one is the sixth I one. I love
1: the healthcare saw movie. And the fifth one
0: is where it's the five people going through the traps, and it's like, oh, we should have worked together. Oh, and
1: they're all predatory lenders and shit, right? Uh, Isn't one of them a predatory lender? They're a...
0: I can't remember. There, oh, yeah, I think so. There's some politics. It's, it's all about, like, too. a uh, an arson plot yeah. in the end. Yeah. And they
1: realize they all could have lived. Yeah,
0: but I... But I hate Saw 3D so much. I do too. <laughs> it's one of my least favorite yeah. horror movies. And I'm not a huge fan of the My Bloody Valentine 3D just because I feel like it's kind of mean. I don't know. So, But I've, I'll say that this, uh, I like this more than I expected to.
1: I had a fun time with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. It's
0: a fucking weird thing. Yeah. And I like how weird it is. Yeah. The performances are great
1: yes the everyone actors. in this is so so good
0: yeah so the the lead is rain edwards uh playing cody rain edwards was in Hellfest. she was uh uh the friend who actually survives because they didn't want just one final girl in that so uh they have the friend survive too mm-hmm. and she was good in that you know and she's great in this and then her dad is fucking Kara Smith from Final Destination and My Bloody Valentine 3D. It makes sense that he's Carter, in this. Carter, you
1: dick. Carter, you
0: dick. Yeah. He is the Dick Carter.
1: <laughs> so fun. It's weird that now he's a dad in this of not even little kids.
0: They're like college age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's fun watching because like My Bloody Valentine 3D was 10 years ago. Final Destination was about ten years before that. So you get to see him twenties, thirties, now forties. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I'm glad he's still hanging with the horror genre. Yeah,
1: I always like seeing that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Uh the mom, I don't know her, but she's in fucking Cobra Kai
1: oh that's right the karate kid tv show on yeah
0: the youtube the youtube red show yeah i
1: had no idea that existed we
0: didn't until we watched karate kid for we hate movies yeah (laughs) and yeah i feel like cobra kai keeps popping up like that web series keeps popping up on my radar yeah it's weird Mm -hmm. uh but they're the family in this Mm -hmm. and you want to explain the plot overall?
1: So, okay, basically we have a, we start with our we, our main character, Cody. We see a little glimpse of her childhood and we learn that her mom walked out on her and her dad when she was very little during Thanksgiving dinner. There was a big fight That's and a mom left on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, it's never, you never want that to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so we, we go to present day and we see that her dad has remarried to, I forget Anna. what's. Anna, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now she's, so she's got a stepmom and a stepbrother. The little stepbrother is very cute.
0: Oh yeah, Finn? Is he the little kid? Or no, 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 Finn's the boyfriend. Tate is Tate,
1: the kid. Tate, yes, yeah. Tate. And <laughs> immediately we sense that this is a very tense relationship. Cody's not super into her stepmom at least she loves tate she takes care of tate yeah and is a good big sister but um you know just adding to the the tension and this is why i think this was written very well and this was cast very well because adding to the tension is the fact that cody is mixed like her mom was black the dad's white and the stepmom is white and i mean super white and cody <laughs> makes jokes about it too when the mom has a bunch of she has the hoa over the homeowners association yeah over which god that's my fucking nightmare uh, hoa yeah. yeah oh god so it, basically it's the group of of people on your block that you have to pay a fee to and they will tell you whether or not you're allowed to paint your house certain colors is my understanding of an hoa
0: <laughs> and uh, uh restrict your holiday decorations if they're too much yes because they don't want their places to look bad next to them
1: i guess yeah uh yeah cody says something like oh my god i can smell the ranch from upstairs oh yeah that's right Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's definitely it's a it's an undercurrent to this it's definitely present um but i love that immediately we sense that there's tension there and there's tension on a few different levels which i really like
0: Well, that's probably because they uh, have this conflict between like Cody is talking about like the real past of Thanksgiving, uh, whereas the stepmom, Anna, wants to celebrate the more sanitized version that we get taught like in grade school, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, more uh, uh, nicer to, I guess, white people.
1: Something else to point out, too, is that this this present day family, they are very well off. Oh, yeah. It's because
0: of Kara Smith and all his uh, business.
1: Business. He's always on his phone looking at stocks. Yeah,
0: stocks and international financial markets very cool yeah
1: him and fucking uh uh mika from paranormal activity are similar dudes sure and because they are wealthy anna can afford to host a interactive thanksgiving thingy (laughs) yeah i yeah here's the thing we we were we were debating this while we We were watching the movie. I could 100% see this happening.
0: Well, she sells it as this is like a Thanksgiving party slash celebration. And we're going to have some people come over and they're going to be in character right. as their living
1: history so if you've been yes. to the renaissance fair or if Henry you in this, i was gonna say this is a michigan reference but yep. greenfield village, <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, greenfield village. And, um i think in if you go places like salem or you know east coast i feel like this is a, a thing is living history where you have people in character and they're like come help me make toast the old fashioned." <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind because i did that as a kid yeah, like, well, helped, you, like, you, you put, put the in toast fire. in the thing and you hold it in the fireplace and um so they're going to have some pilgrims come over which by the way this is a movie and I had similar feelings during Midsummer where I think I'd make it out okay because I would be super into the living history people coming Yeah, over. all
0: the HOA people are like, this is so weird. Is and so we're like, weird. they're just cosplayers who are in character. Yeah, like, yeah. We've seen this. Exactly. But here's the thing is she sells it as that. It's a party with a. Uh, but then they get there. It's uh, a dude pilgrim named Ethan mm-hmm. and a woman named. Ch- is it. Patience. Ch- Patience.
1: The You're actress of, is yes. Charity and
0: Ready or yeah.
1: Not. Yeah. It's so funny because. Yeah. In. <laughs> And literally, when we reviewed ReadyRot for this podcast, the entire time, I was just thinking, oh, my God, charity is my dream role. I just want to play, like, that bitchy rich wife who is mean and has, like, no moral compass. Like, that's who I want to be. And then we're watching this, and I'm like... I'd be so good at playing Patience. That's what I want to play. I want to play this cold pilgrim woman who maybe has some weird secrets lurking behind her eyes. And little did I know that it's the same actress. Elise
0: Levesque, I think. Yes. Yeah. She is awesome.
1: Yeah. She's great. And she is making her way through horror and taking all of my dream roles. I need to learn her secrets.
0: I know. Yeah. Should have her on the show.
1: Yeah, she's great. She's, yeah, she plays this woman named Patience. It's funny because Patience and Charity could mm-hmm. both be pilgrim names.
0: Yeah. But they show up, and then Anna, the, the stepmom, is like, oh, yeah, they're actually going to be staying with they're us for a few days. They're going to be
1: living with us.
0: Which is like, I get over it quickly because the rest of it is so fun. But at that moment, I'm like, bullshit. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. You're not going to have fucking strangers playing characters, living in your house, sleeping in your bed so that what? They can teach you how to chop logs? I don't know. It, it was fucking weird, but I quickly got over it because yeah. of the rest but of it. The, but that's the what thing.
1: I'm saying is this is so... Yeah,
0: you think it's possible. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, I can 100% imagine the type of rich woman that her religion is goop like the <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow well, yeah, okay. <laughs> goop you know like yeah. she just is a goop devotee and
0: she's a goop gal e-
1: yeah easily this would I could see this happening she wants to teach her family to be grateful for by spending a ton of money to have pilgrims come over and do a thing with them but my favorite thing is that I think it's Patience who is saying, oh, things I do for fun. Darning my husband's socks. Yeah. Which I would be like, fuck yeah, I'll help you darn socks. I
0: don't even know what darn means. It's
1: basically, it's just like, so if you have a hole in your socks, mm-hmm. you can't just sew the hole up because then you have weird shaped socks that don't fit. So you basically are making, you're knitting like a patch in so the it's socks. it's Kind of, but a patch is fabric that you like patch and you sew on the patch
0: oh and then the darn is like a patch made of like sock
1: material yeah sounds still
0: like a patch but okay
1: it, yeah it, it's a patch yeah I'll okay. just <laughs> only, but I would I would darn the fuck out of socks right? I got
0: some socks that have holes in them yeah. you can darn those socks dude I
1: would honestly right. I would have so much like that's the thing is for for me this would not turn into a horror film <laughs> I feel like I would be super into helping patients with all of her needlework and shit <laughs> and
0: in case we haven't driven home this this is very stylized the opening oh, credits yeah are two strippers away from being a Rob Zombie movie.
1: Yeah, we Yeah, we were like, this is a Rob Zombie movie. We just need some titties and yeah. this montage. Because it's got like found footage, kind of like stock Archival footage of stuff. weird old time Thanksgiving shit. and It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird filters every- on everything. That is an issue I have with this. Is the It's a angles. little too much <laughs> the whole yeah. time.
0: Uh, it's a bit over-edited. Yes. God, that HOA scene. There's
1: a scene where, I don't know if you saw that scene around Oscar season from Bohemian Rhapsody that went around where it was just like, how many edits can we cram into a scene? And there's a scene in here that really stuck out to me as suffering from just too much editing. And I always think of... Um, like Amadeus is one of my favorite movies and there's a scene where they're giving I think they're giving Mozart feedback and I think the emperor just goes too many notes and I'm just like <laughs> too, many, too many edits like just take out some edits
0: yeah because Anna's talking to her HOA friends who turn out to be mean girls and are like she's of course trying they too are. hard She like I don't know what she's trying to do with all this but during their conversation it that camera is jumping all over it's, the goddamn room we every were cutting second. to
1: every single person person's reaction oh, every man. single yeah it's it's, it's very very Rhapsody there it's a lot
0: yeah so editing. that there's that at, there's and also, it, feels
1: like a, it feels like a style choice. Yes. I don't, this isn't something I would blame on an editor. I think this is like a creative. I think this started at the top. Like well, we're keeping this Well, the thing is, like I this. think it's
0: whoever made the creative decision. Because maybe the editor was like, I'll edit it like this. But whereas with Bohemian Rhapsody, which was nominated for a best, it won. best editing. Oh, it won it best won. editing. God damn. And then didn't hey. Green Room
1: win Best Picture? Yeah. What the
0: fuck that year? Dude,
1: yeah, that was the Gas Leak Oscars for, for sure. sure.
0: But with that, you could make the argument, I wasn't aware, but our buddy Greg, who's a professional editor, mm-hmm. he was like well that scene yeah it's crazy but it might have been the editor doing the best with what they had that's
1: true you know
0: in that case that is i don't think that's the case here
1: i yeah i i don't know
0: because because there's more of this all over the movie mm-hmm. and i don't know there's another edit uh going on where it gets split screen for a little bit oh, like yeah. it pushes into a split screen and then there, and it's only just the one time
1: but see that's what i mean is to do a split screen for that i think you've That's got to be a top of the food chain decision. If you're the director or whoever, you know, you got to think, all right, we're going to shoot. So that's, this can be a split screen.
0: Who knows? I do know that. This is me
1: getting back into, we've worked in too many post-production departments. We're just, we're we're talking shop. You get the footage. We're talking shop. Uh,
0: But uh, I will say that director Marcus Dunstan, too many wide angles, man.
1: Yes. The fish eye lenses. Holy
0: shit. I can get it. I, you know, I like a little stylization. Yeah. But this seemed uh, without purpose. There was a lot. It's just so wide. Yeah, it's fisheye. It's wide to the point where it's fisheye, where things are distorted around Mm -hmm. the edges. And it's.
1: In scenes where there's not any dramatic reason, I don't think, for that to be going on.
0: Yeah, and especially when you combine that with the constant cutting, like in that HOA scene, it's it can get a little nauseating. Yeah. It's a little disorienting. Yeah. Uh, and then there's some, like, swish pans
1: mm-hmm. and swish
0: edits. Those, I don't mind as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know what? I would probably rather have this than something that's shot, you know, super standard. Oh,
1: sure. You know, back this and forth. This is trying something weird and fun mm-hmm. and... You know, I can't be too mad at that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, yeah. Did, yeah, so it's it's Ethan and Patience are the two pilgrims that come over. And another thing I love, because we, we talked about how just by casting Cody as a black actress mm-hmm. who is she's got the white dad and now white stepmom, white brother. So she feels like she's kind of. An outsider, even visually, we're like, oh, she's she feels like an outsider, mm-hmm. and she's written to be that way. And I also love the way that that serves you, because she is our main character, and we are set up to trust her immediately. We are seeing everything through her eyes, and I like Cody a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think that that also really serves the whole distrust we're meant to have for the Pilgrims right away, because... I'm thinking, okay, these pilgrims are showing up and they're already talking like it's the 1600s. Yeah. And, we're, and I'm like, well, how realistic are we getting here? Because then they introduce themselves to Cody. And for a moment, you're... And I, I can't imagine not feeling this way watching this. You're thinking, okay, how in character are we about to be <laughs> here? And luckily, that doesn't go, this does not go there ever.
0: I think the reason it doesn't is because the way Cody is written and performed there wouldn't be a movie as soon as Ethan like referred to her as something
1: as a slur Yeah, as a slur. <laughs> like, okay, she she bye, shut that shit down. We're out of here. Yeah. You know? But I, I like that that is like, that is used to evoke a reaction because again, I don't think you can watch this introduction and not think for a second. Oh my God. Like they're going to say something super racist, which yeah. they, never, they never do. And that but is-
0: instead he goes to kiss her hand, yes. which like, is the uh, the opposite of what the would opposite expect, of what you would expect you know? yeah and so then kind of like
1: therefore it, that doesn't become a thing during this movie which i think isn't i don't think it needed to be again i'm not the person just make that kind of decision on whether or not yep this was a good way to play that but i think it it is it is nice though that it, you get that tension and you immediately you still distrust them you yeah. still because again we have cody also saying throughout like We can't whitewash Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't pretend like the history we teach in schools of Thanksgiving isn't racist. And And given
0: that, given their decision to not make the pilgrims like fixate on Cody's race, I think that is a brilliant way to set that aside and make us stop wondering if it's going to come up that he goes to kiss her hand
1: I, yes you yeah. know
0: because as soon as he does that you're like oh so they're not
1: it's not a gonna, thing yeah, and yeah, i'm, I'm glad it's thing. not a thing i can focus
0: on the rest of the story and
1: also this was made by a bunch of white people i'm i'm assuming that the dudes who made Those this are white... <laughs> yeah know,
0: the other people involved but...
1: that's not the, the the thing for them to make you know
0: Well, I don't know if they want to address how... Sure, sure, sure.
1: But if that, I'm saying if that was the main point of this... Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. That would be a little weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but...
0: Uh, So, yeah, but there's a little bit more confusion uh, for me here because there's another character called Catherine, okay? And she walks in and Anna's telling her, you don't have to do anything today. Just enjoy it. And also here, patience is... Uh, going to live with you, mm-hmm. and so does Catherine work for Anna? Is no, she like I think a... I think
1: all it is is Catherine is Finn's mom.
0: Yes, yeah, so Finn is Cody's boyfriend. Finn is Cody's
1: boyfriend. I think I think literally all it is is oh man, my stepdaughter is date is dating this kid whose mom is poor.
0: Yeah, because later she complains who about who has to raise her house. substance
1: abuse issues. Yep, and to someone like Anna who is so focused on image no, we need to fix this problem. So
0: here's a pilgrim.
1: So here's someone to help you so that I can be seen as having, okay. my stepdaughter is dating someone who is acceptable.
0: I see. Okay. Right.
1: That's how I interpreted it anyway.
0: Uh, Ethan. Ethan. Is played by Peter Giles. Peter Gee, Giles.
1: I fucking love Ethan. Dude
0: doesn't have a Wikipedia article, he and should. I looked at. He's his,
1: incredible. He's so good in this. Yeah,
0: I looked at his IMDb. It seems as though most of his work has been TV spots and video game voices. Well, uh, he re-
1: oh, I'll have to look at what he's done.
0: It does appear. If he's
1: not in Skyrim, that's shocking to me because <laughs> he sounds like he, like you walk into town, he's like, "Hello, I am part of the blah blah clan. Come do my side." Quest, but
0: well, we needed time to settle in and prepare after such a long journey. He is listed as being cast as the collector in an upcoming third collector movie <gasps> Ooh, made by these guys. That makes
1: me want to see that because I really like him.
0: You haven't seen, I've seen the first... first one. Oh, you watched that with me?
1: That's like in the, the nightclub, and it's like, no, a... that's
0: the second one, and that's only for like the first 10 minutes. So I think you oh, I probably just saw that scene. One. The first Someone one on Twitter said
1: that I reminded them of the protagonist in the second one. Oh. Okay. And I was like, I'll take it. I have not seen
0: all of the second one. I've only seen that opening scene. I did watch the first one. Uh, it's fine. It's like it's basically a Home Alone type movie where it's like a home invasion thing. Mm. Uh, a cat gets killed. It that sucks. Makes me I hate, real sad.
1: I hate when cats die in horror movies, except Reanimator. <laughs>
0: yeah every Mary gets a pass yeah uh so yeah so now we have our pilgrims here they're living in these houses yes, as they are you know they're there and uh ethan's making friends with tate because tate's yes. like a, a kid well, how old is tate it's Tate
1: eight. eight yeah i was about to say eight years he's old he's a little he's a little, little eight year old
0: he's mm-hmm. a cute, adorable oh, kid he's we do cute.
1: need to set up just this is a crucial thing. I realized we were about, I just did like Trump. I was <laughs> so like, this is a crucial thing <laughs> that we missed. Uh, before, the, before the pilgrims show up, before all this shit happens, the family's having dinner and the dad, they, they're all fighting because it's a family dinner and they all hate each other a little bit. Uh, the dad says, okay, let's just, let, let's let get the wishbone and we're going to split the wishbone and make yeah, a wish. Yes, yeah. Important. Yeah, yeah. That would have <laughs> sucked if we missed it. It is. Yeah. By the way, you can't just take the wishbone out of the bird and- Yeah, you got real you, mad
0: about this. Yeah,
1: because we would do that all the time growing up. I've never up.
0: broken a wishbone. Really?
1: Yeah. You got to dry it out first. We would stick it above the kitchen sink, and you let it dry out for at least a few hours. It's got to be brittle so that when you break it, it snaps. That
0: makes sense, but he just takes it straight out the he bird. He does,
1: and they they do the wishbone, and, and uh, um Cody gets the bigger half of the wishbone so she can make a wish. I wish this whole thing would backfire
0: stupid face they end up having dinner together ethan's there they're all having dinner uh it's it's another tense dinner scene
1: oh this is one of the this got maybe the biggest laugh out of me Co- yeah because cody, cody's delivery here
0: because cody is still trying to talk about like real thanksgiving and ethan and anna are trying to shut it down and cody's like well speaking of uh uh people doing characters uh can i stay over at my friend's house later she's hosting a nazi yeah
1: just that beat <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's hosting del- a Nazi. You know, the delivery's very. Funny. Her,
1: de- I can't, I can't quite put a finger on what makes it so funny, but it's really good. And
0: then I love Anna's response. We don't talk about
1: Nazis. We don't talk about Nazis at dinner. Can I go to Rachel's for dinner tomorrow? They're hosting a Nazi. By the way, every time we see Shane at dinner, Shane is the dad at dinner. He's got like his. Apps on he always
0: has his tablet Talk, yeah look. he
1: loves stocks more than any woman loves in his life stocks man. honestly i bet that that's why his first wife loved him <laughs> right he just couldn't because well, she
0: says like you don't listen to me or something yeah in the, in the flashbacks we get where they're arguing well, probably
1: because back then that would have been i don't know when ish like what late 90s yeah late 90s yeah. he's oh. probably gotta be on the phone asking about stocks oh
0: sure and i wonder if he was part of the the tech bubble
1: Oh, absolutely. Did that bubble burst for him, him and him and Mika got swept up in that. For <laughs> real.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, so Cody has her boyfriend named Finn. He's the kind of boyfriend who will swing by through your your window. Yeah,
1: he's he's Sam from Clarissa Explains <laughs> It All. He'll just pop through the window. He'll and doesn't uh, Billy do that and scream?
0: Oh yeah, for he, sure he does. Yeah. Yeah, with his greasy hair getting all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh Finn doesn't have the best sense of American history because he's like uh, he references the pilgrims being from the 1500s. And like, yep,
1: yeah, he does. Literally like, there, buddy. Well, bud. it's a, little, a <laughs> little early, but that's okay.
0: Uh, Cody finds Ethan sitting in Tate's bed with him, telling him a, a bedtime story. Bedtime,
1: yeah. Just normal things. Just living history <laughs> reenactor in your kid's bed, telling them about the Mayflower. Yeah. My favorite is how the pilgrims all tell stories about things that have happened to them, like they're real. He's like, at at dinner, Ethan is... It's it's like one of those scenes where you cut in and someone's telling the punchline of their joke. And this one, Ethan's just like, and then he tossed his innards into his bucket hat oh oh yeah he does say yeah I
0: like his buckle hat he mentions that yeah yeah
1: yeah. in <laughs> cody's bedroom too by the way she has a little crucifix in her oh yeah uh in her bedside table is there weed in there
0: i think it's a vape because oh it's a, vape. a vape oh, she's pen. got a
1: jewel in there
0: something like that because because uh, uh finn He's got a little vape pen. But also, and I wanted to go back and look, but I forgot to. I think in Cody's desk drawer, I think I saw a vibrator in there when she like went to get the crucifix out. I think I just saw I don't a vibrator know how you would
1: have noticed. It. It's so split-second. Yeah. Open. But, and where
0: else are you going to put your vibrator?
1: That's true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, when she finds Ethan chilling in Tate's bed with him, not in a weird way, just sitting there no, reading no, you him need a need you sitting story. there,
1: But it's still weird. Yeah,
0: sure, yeah. Not in an extra weird way. But all I could think
1: of <laughs> was that how... Tate's bed is, or Tate's bedroom is decorated with dinosaurs, dinosaurs. and I just really wanted a scene of Ethan. <laughs> yeah, just One what these are lizards. these? <laughs> yeah, these demon lizards.
0: But she takes Ethan out in the hallway and is like, "Why are you telling them bedtime story?" And this is the scene where Ethan kind of opens up to her a little bit, and it's like, yes. I, "I once had a family, and like, I, I get it, Miss Cody." And th- it's, it's a scene where. It, it's a very necessary scene because she's so suspicious of them right off the bat. She tells uh her boyfriend that it's weird they've not broken character once mm-hmm. even though he's been here a few days now and I this scene is really necessary because it's him getting her trust at least enough to like not just put an end to this whole thing. Yeah. It's it's like it's it's her being convinced, "Oh, maybe he is a real guy and he he is having a heart to heart with me."
1: It would be exhausting if the entire time they were super antagonistic toward each other because we get so many scenes of her being like yeah whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) to them so I like this little scene of like you know look I know you lost your mother I lost my family, too, and they have a little bit of a a bond. And he
0: says he expresses gratitude towards her. Yeah. Which, as we will find out, is their whole thing. Yes. Which is a great fucking thing for this Thanksgiving horror. Yes. Because these pilgrims, as we'll come to see, want to make other people be grateful for their
1: lives. Other people grateful for their lives. It's a very Jigsaw thing. Yeah, Jigsaw. This is a very Jigsaw Thanksgiving. Hey, I want to talk about our sponsor this week, Bombus Socks. Bombus. And speaking of, you know, we're doing an episode that's all about gratitude and being grateful and Thanksgiving is all about, you know, thinking about what you have and I think it's good timing that we have Bombas Socks as a sponsor this week because every time you buy a pair of socks from Bombas, they donate a pair.
0: Oh, that's great. To
1: someone in need, so they'll donate to homeless shelters because apparently socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, which makes complete sense. Yeah,
0: because, you know, people are always willing to throw their old shirts and pants or whatever there, but they probably don't think. That to donate their socks,
1: right? You know, yeah, socks are something we kind of take for granted. I think it's something that yeah, we should all be grateful that we can have we we have socks to wear.
0: It's like the it's the uh, stereotypical when you're a kid. Oh, I got socks, but uh, as like a gift for a holiday. Yeah, yeah. But much like broccoli, in my opinion, where it's the stereotypical. Oh, I got broccoli. Broccoli is delicious,
1: mm-hmm. and socks are great. I have fun bomb the socks that I'm wearing right now. What you right got? Now. What you got? They have a line of Sesame Street socks. They do, and I'm just. Oh, you can't... I'm wearing the uh, the Count socks, so you can see the little, like... I
0: love the design. It's, like, minimalist. He's got, like,
1: the little monocle on it. Mm-hmm. And, so, and they're so freaking comfy. They have arch support in them, so I feel like my the arches of my feet are being, like, hugged a little bit. Great. Yeah, they've got these new Merino wool socks that are breathable, dry, and not itchy, which wintertime, that's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you want to try Bombas socks, you can save 20% on your first purchase when you go to bombas.com slash deadmeat. And again, that's bombas.com slash deadmeat to save 20%. And like, it's it's great. Like the idea that you buy a pair and they donate a pair is really, really nice. I think that's a good, it was, yeah, good timing for this, with this episode.
0: You're going to need socks. Might as well get them right now from Bombas. Do a good thing, yeah, and then you have socks and so on. And then else. just
1: be grateful for a moment that, like, you have a pair of new socks. Like, seriously, yeah, like that's an amazing thing to have. So go to go to dot com slash debbie. Get yourself some socks. Get those socks. Twenty percent off. That's amazing.
0: Later, we see. Patience, uh, at Catherine's house, Catherine is again, the, the mom of, uh, the boyfriend and Catherine is com- saying that, Oh, I wish my house was nicer, which like, it's not Cody's house. It's not this nice giant mansion, but she has some see nice the
1: outside of it. And it's yeah, it's, it's not bad inside. She's got like exposed wood It's also a
0: house. Also, you have a house and this is what charity says to her, uh, or I'm sorry, Patience. Patience. I will probably keep making that yeah, mistake. Yeah, it's fine. they They're
1: both pilgrim names. Exactly.
0: Uh, But she's like, but you have a house to live in and endless food to eat. And she says, like,
1: do you understand what a miracle that is?
0: Yeah. And Catherine isn't grateful enough. She's like, I guess you're going to have to work hard on me. I'm a negative person. I'm a glass half empty kind of Mm -hmm. person. And I just love that this Thanksgiving horror thing is about these murderous pilgrims who are killing people who aren't grateful. I
1: I do love that. That's fucking great. Yeah. It's so good. The whole, like, kind of crux of this and the whole point of it, I enjoy a lot. Um, the idea of terrifying people into being grateful and it's something like you know as much as the, the pilgrims are the villains in this like any horror it's it's fun to root for them a little bit and yeah. to see the point that they are making in cases like this yeah and it's like yeah you should be grateful. you should be grateful if you have a home if you have a bed to sleep in like you know I I like to try I try and practice gratitude often it's something that for me is very good for stress it's good for anxiety and it's good for it just it just helps put things into perspective and even if I'm having you know on my worst days even just thinking I'm I'm grateful that I have fingers. Yep. I'm I'm grateful I have legs that I can walk with. Yeah. Just little things where, you, you take know, it for granted. you take it for granted and I I it is something that I think is very mentally healthy to practice.
0: Just a few days ago, I think maybe just yesterday, it hit me really hard randomly because I think I was listening to the news about uh uh Colombia starting to have protests too after like Bolivia just had a whole mm-hmm. bunch. And I just it hit me really hard where it was like I happen to be born here in the United States at this moment in time where I can just fucking talk about horror movies and that's my life. Whereas if I had been born in a different country, maybe my life would have been just fighting to get just, rights, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't have to do that. Wow, I'm lucky. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. You right.
1: Know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, pilgrims, got a point. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, because Catherine's not buying into it, uh, Patience says that she will make a herbal brew for her. No,
1: you never. <laughs> if you're in a horror movie and someone makes an herbal brew, you don't ever drink that shit. All I can think of was the Tannis root from Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, old family recipe. I'm not going to tell you what's in it. Just drink it.
0: It's a little later that we see the consequences of it. Yes. Uh, but it ends up... Is it just, uh, we don't see her die? We just have, uh, what's the boyfriend's name again? I keep calling Finn. him boyfriend. Finn, yeah. He comes home later and finds patients upstairs in a room at a butter churn. It's a thing. butter,
1: yeah. I'm not 100% sure what what's in there. It's bloody. Here. She's
0: getting blood all over with a squish, squish as she's like churning.
1: Finn finds his mom and like flips her over and she's all blo- I was expecting to see like half, half her, her face missing, but yeah. so I'm not. I'm not sure what's in the butter churner. Yeah,
0: like what's in there, Patience. Yeah. I don't know, but it, the, the I believe the herbal thing is the cause of death here. Yeah. And then uh, does she kill Finn right away? Yeah,
1: we see a, a pair of hands. It's not... Uh, it's like a pair of dude hands. Yeah, that's grabs right. Finn.
0: And then Finn. But then it cuts back to uh, uh, Cody's house and Ethan's there. So that's the first indication of like, oh, there are other pilgrims too. Oh, but, there's a
1: bunch of other yeah. pilgrims. But before
0: that gets going, uh, we do have more scenes at Cody's house where Ethan is. It's more scenes with Ethan and Tate. And it's when they're outside and he's teaching Tate a lesson because uh, he finds Tate. Oh, I with the dead I bird. liked this
1: whole scene a lot. It's a great scene. This is Tate's a very good scene.
0: Putting rocks around a dead bird, or maybe it's hurt. I think it's hurt because it moves. There I couldn't so, tell. I couldn't if there was tell magic. what was
1: going on here. No, it was like a it was like a dying crow because yeah. it was kind of twitching. and it had like a hole. So I'm like, was it shot? I don't know what was happening here. Maybe I missed something, but there is a a crow that's clearly hurt. It's dying and. Tate is putting a bunch of rocks in a circle around it so that bugs can't get to it, and so that it can like.
0: That's what little me would have done. I know. I was such a little yeah. This little boy <laughs> is so cute. He so reminded sweet. me of
1: of baby Luke from Hill House. I oh, yeah. I have such a weakness for little kids wearing glasses. glasses yeah. Oh, so cute. Uh, but Ethan
0: finds him and is like, oh, that's a nice thing to do. Here's some candy. And then uh, Tate asks
1: for oh, more dude. candy. And of course, of course, I'm just saying, I think it's so funny that of course, Ethan, the type of candy he oh, has God, yeah. is that fucking saltwater taffy that you get at any tourist town. Mm-hmm. Like when we were in Estes Park, there's a fudge shop and there's a taffy shop. You go to like any place like that, like Mackinac Island in Michigan, you yeah. got fudge, you got taffy or Frankenmuth. It's just wax
0: paper, no label, yeah, just twist it's just it around. The, yeah. It's the shit when you're trick-or-treating that you just toss out as soon as you get I, it. Oh, I love taffy. <laughs>
1: Uh, but, but that's yeah. also the stuff where like, you can't squeeze it and see if it's been opened or not.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. That's like, that could have been opened and reclosed multiple times. Sure. Tate asks for a little more candy and, uh, Ethan gives a,
1: oh a yeah, this, it's the, it's the story. I don't know if is it's, it's a, a real
0: one. It is. Yeah. Okay. I've heard this
1: before. I don't know if it's, I've heard it with different animals though. Um, it's a
0: crow and the bird. Yes. He says, which I think I'm like, I've heard it though.
1: with the, like a dog and a bird um okay so the story goes is it's depend whatever animal it is you have so i think the one i heard growing up was the dog but you have a crow who is eating some meat and looks up and sees a bird fly by with a like a rat in its mouth which Mm. is a ton more food than the crow has so the crow says oh i'm gonna fly after the bird and go get some but he can't catch the bird and by the time he gets back,
0: the meat's gone. The
1: meat's gone. He would have had to drop the meat to go fly after the bird and the meat's gone. So, so yeah,
0: he tells Tate this and Tate's like, "Is uh, that like, what did the crow have in the beginning? Meat, what did he have at the end? Nothing. And because the crow didn't appreciate what he had. Yeah. And he, so he
1: coveted his neighbor's possessions, essentially.
0: And so Ethan's like, if I didn't give you candy, what would you say? And Tate is like, I guess I'd be happy for the one I got. And Ethan's like, "Good boy." Yes, Tate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here's more candy, and then he speaks to the heavens, and it's like,
1: "See, they can learn, they Father. Can learn. They I can I didn't beat. have to
0: take everything away from this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of, I yeah. love. I
1: loved that little hint of, "Oh, this is where we're going." Where he he teaches Tate and goes, "I see, Father. I didn't have to take everything away."
0: Yeah, I love it that he like wants to. To let someone live, but they're just always so bad, except for Tate, the innocence mm-hmm. of a child. I
1: I do love a villain that really thinks they're doing the right thing. Yeah,
0: oh, of it's course. It's always
1: an interesting thing to me. I mean, there's so many different subgenres of horror villains. You know, like Mindless Killer is fun, but... I, I always like the righteous killer it's really interesting to me.
0: Yeah. So Anna's having Ethan help her uh, make over the house. They're replacing all their light bulbs with candles. All the light
1: bulbs with candles. And... Oh, I th- Master Ethan requires your cell phone because no cell phones in Pilgrim Fuck times. Yeah, yeah.
0: Give yeah. me your cell phones and laptops. Yeah, no, so you good. can't
1: contact the cops.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Is
1: what that means. He also
0: goes berry picking with Ethan and brings back berries, including... This
1: is... I have an issue with yeah. this.
0: Yeah, because there are some red berries called Jerusalem berries that Ethan or that Tate goes to eat, and Ethan slaps out of his hand. He's like, not the Jerusalem berries. Not the they're ones with the super, green stems. Yeah. They're
1: poisonous. Yeah, the Jerusalem the, cherries. The oh, Jerusalem cherries. He says, cherries don't I'm eat there. those. They're they're super poisonous. Okay, Ethan. Well, so why did you bring them? Yeah.
0: Why'd you pick them and bring them back? Because you were with Tate. It's not like Tate went and picked them by himself. I Except maybe. <sighs> I don't know.
1: No, they went together. Yeah, they went
0: together. Because
1: Cody says, what the fuck, you let him go off and pick berries? And Anna's like, it's fine. He's back in one (laughs) piece. Whatever. I could have understood the Jerusalem cherries thing if, we saw Ethan use them at some point to poison somebody, mm-hmm. so there's a reason for them being brought back. But as of right now, there's not. It's yeah. just we happen to have a bunch of poison berries. You, I would have thought that while they were picking them, he would have been. He like, no, would be no, like, no, no, those. no, yeah. don't pick these. These are poisonous. Or then at
0: this point in time, throws them away. Right. Some poisonous berries. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to say that uh, uh, another indication of how who Ethan is as a person is after Tate leaves that bird scene. He fucking stomps that bird's head. Yeah. I guess to put it out of its misery, I think it's like he, twitching. You know, yeah, I think. But he's, like, that's it's still weird. That's his. You know, it shows how uh, his his mindset. It's like, oh, this thing's in pain. I'll end it. And yeah, just like, cr- and no, no worries or second thoughts about it. Yeah. Uh, so I I wrote down here. About the children vocalizing on the soundtrack. The soundtrack for this movie is kind of all over the place. It's a little crazy. And I wish it felt a little more cohesive. Um, there's some gospel music during the crazy dinner scene at the end. Yeah. Which I like that. I, I
1: liked the gospel it's music. It's super fucking yeah. weird.
0: But then there's also, almost back to back with it, some like hard-hitting electronic yes. music. Which, again, I like, but it's...
1: It, it, but with everything else.
0: And then and then th- those two pieces of music I like, but then uh, more frequently throughout and before that final act, there's just like children vocalizing and that I'm like, listen, I've heard this kind of music before. I've heard it a lot better. I just have been going over the Child's Play remake where Bear McCreary does a lot of that stuff and it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. So like the children vocalizing in this one, I was like, do something else.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So right around here, Ethan says, oh, uh, Cody, you've been practicing your, your prayers or your, your your psalms or whatever, because he found the cross in her drawer, which
0: he's been going, he's been through, going through her yeah. stuff.
1: And also he mentions, well, I hear noises coming from there at night. And so he knows that Finn's been visiting and she's been living in sin with her boyfriend. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Then Patience shows up because she is moving back in because what do you know? uh, Finn and his mom just took off. We don't know where they went.
0: Yeah, they just took off. Went on a bender and left. Yeah. Cody's like, that doesn't sound right, but patience is here now. Yeah, and so are some other pilgrims because uh all the
1: pilgrims moving. Because Shane's
0: gonna have them help him build the garage. I
1: love that. Yeah, Shane just not giving a fuck about anything. It's just like, yeah, they're gonna build the garage. It's great.
0: It'll be a cool little workspace for me because Ethan's already, uh was it erected a shed in her backyard? Yes, it's super it's funny. It's a
1: creepy looking shed. It looks like something straight out of the witch. I mean, my first thought when I saw that shed was, oh, that's a meat drying shed. Oh,
0: yeah, it definitely looks like I, that.
1: I, I thought that that was going to come into play.
0: So, yeah, now there are more pilgrims coming in and they all got big beards. It's so,
1: it, I, and they're
0: smoking pipes. All smoky... I could think
1: of was that scene in the beginning of The Hobbit where all the dwarves come over and just take over Bilbo's house. And Bilbo's like, oh, my gosh, please stop touching my stuff. And they're just moving things around. And... You know
0: what I was thinking of? This felt like a 17th century mother.
1: (gasps) Yes. This felt
0: very mother to me just in how fucking weird and absurd it became with a lot more people showing up out of nowhere. And then they're like nailing decorations into the wall and they're knocking shit over. And Mm -hmm. people are like, no, no, please. This is my home. Felt very mother to me. Yeah. God, I want to rewatch mother. I do
1: too. God, that
0: movie was fucked up.
1: Yeah. Yes, it was.
0: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so now we got a whole bunch of pilgrims in here. And even Anna is starting to have second thoughts because she's seeing shit break. Yeah. And uh, it's like,
1: it's funny that she doesn't have an issue with all of this until they start breaking her stuff. mm -hmm. And then she goes, okay, no, this is weird. And it's going too far.
0: Well, they also get concerned when the pilgrims won't let them know where Tate is. Yeah.
1: Because we haven't seen Tate for a while and Mm -hmm. Cody either, but Cody, at Cody least. went over to. She Finn's went to Finn's house. house because she, she knows Patience's story's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So she's going to investigate what happened to her boyfriend.
0: See, I, I love Shane finally deciding. No, I'm going to make a stand. I want my son here. But it's too late. There are too many pilgrims in the house. And I think it's kind of a cut to black when they're doing a face down in a hallway. In the hallway, mm-hmm. and uh it kind of ends there. And the the final act begins where like the secret's out. There's no more ruse. I mean,
1: it gets crazy. This is when this it gets clustered. This is so nuts. So yeah,
0: because uh, the parents wind up in stocks. They in put the them backyard, in the stocks. Yeah. And uh, what what do they do to Shane?
1: They. I mean they they whip him oh they
0: whip him yeah because he's always staring into his electronic windows to nowhere yes <laughs> and not taking <laughs> not being grateful for his family and then when Anna tries to defend him they fucking brand her cuz she's too concerned about image and materialism mm-hmm. which they got a point
1: yeah so she gets branded ooh with a b and i'm not sure with that uh huh. if that's a thing if that cuz all i can think of was blasphemy or I'm not sure. Yeah. If that's a thing. Because like A is adultery. Duh, we yeah. don't know the scarlet, scarlet letter. letter. I don't know. I don't know if that's like a system or not that they <laughs> used back then. Like they had a whole alphabet and yeah, what right. your sin was. Yeah, branded. What would you get
0: branded? oh with the G? Oh man, you crosswalked or you jaywalked. Yeah. Uh yeah, a J. No, I mean, it could just be the G-level offense. Oh, I see. But sure, Jay would have been a quicker joke without less work on your part. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I think the pilgrims just go back inside and start preparing for dinner. And Cody comes back to the house and frees her parents from the stock. Well, she
1: also just finds Finn dead. Yeah. Her yeah, she So she knows that. She know yeah, the boy the boyfriend of the mom or dad.
0: Oh, I guess finding Finn dead is a pretty good justification for after she lets them out of the stocks, the big boy, the builder, cuz there, there's yes. like a big boy pilgrim there and in an earlier scene someone was like, "Who are you?" "I'm the builder."
1: Yeah, he's basically Mongo like I'm, he's... I'm the
0: highway man.
1: What are you building? It's for the feast. Who are you? I'm the builder.
0: He attacks them and the three members of the family all gang up and beat him up and then fucking kill him.
1: Yes, they all murder him. They, I mean, it's funny because you even said, like, is this overkill? Is this I'm like, no, because they, they they, had them in stocks and were torturing them. I think <laughs> if someone's got you restrained and is torturing you, you can kill them.
0: I mean, and she did see her boyfriend dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I and he's think a big guy who, like, if they don't. It's fine. Yeah. I but mean, it's so funny that they address it, too, because right after he's dead, she's like. I mean, the like, dad
1: smashes his head with a rock, and then they go, oh did my. Did we just murder? Did we just murder
0: as a family,
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. We just murdered as a family. yeah,
0: so they're together, but not for long because they uh, try to get back into the house to save Tate mm-hmm. and they decide to go through the upstairs window because Cody has that for open for uh Finn mm-hmm. and the mo- Anna gets through and then is like captured. And then Ethan tries to get through and is like knocked down. He's like hacked down. And then Patience comes at him with an axe. Yeah. And it's a first person axe swipe. And that's the last we see. Well, not the last we see. Yeah. But
1: but... R.I.P. After Shane gets killed with an axe, that's when Cody gets put in the cucking stool. Oh, that's yes. right. Which is that's I didn't a know real that thing, term, Yes, the but cooking stool is real. It's
0: the 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 a Witch.
1: It is, yeah. I, I, I don't know if we talked about that on our torture episode, but I at least like encountered those in my research and mm. basically all it is filming this would have been fun. Actually being in one, not so much, but it's a I don't know how fun
0: it probably sucked even to film it. Yeah. Because they're I mean the camera, it's like one of those Cool camera positions where it's like a fixed. To... It's the
1: fear. can I always yeah, think of Black for a dream? Yeah. yeah. So
0: it's like facing Cody as she's in this chair, and it's like fixed on it. So as it goes down, it goes down with her. And I mean, she's underwater. For yeah.
1: So what it is is if you imagine a big, it's a big like lever. Crate. So think of like a seesaw. Yeah. And Cody is in a chair on one end of the seesaw, and the seesaw can rotate so that the pilgrims holding the other end can like lift up their end of the seesaw and then Cody goes into the pool in the mm-hmm. backyard where you, so you're dunked underwater and this is like an actual this is a real like torture device that yeah. they would use on on so-called witches i believe primarily It's
0: fucked up it's a great scene though mm-hmm. as ethan tries to enact gratitude out of cody mm-hmm. and eventually what he just accepts her gratitude after she keeps saying i am i'm grateful mm-hmm. and so uh with her spirit uh, apparently broken. Yeah, they take her in and
1: they all prepare dinner together. Yeah,
0: so Anna and Cody are tied to dinner chairs at the dinner table, and yeah, it's and they're like, time. Ma-
1: well, they help them like mash berries and stuff. Oh, that's this right. is the they, whole thing. They make too. them help
0: prepare food, so Anna has to shuck the corn because I forget. He yells at her like, shuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, Ethan's actor. Is Ethan amazing. is so good. He's so good. So. You best get to sucking. And then Cody is tasked with mashing the berries.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is important. And so. There's a lot going on right here. I think Anna gets a hold of some flour and like throws it into the candles. And oh, yeah.
0: Well, is this uh, before or after the food is brought out?
1: This is before. Really? Yes, yeah, because they all get re-kidnapped and put back at the dinner table. It's a oh, whole thing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah.
0: Okay, it's one of those. There's a
1: lot going on. Because
0: Cody lies to them and says that Tate got away. Because she sees, she finds Tate and is, like, hiding in this closet. Mm-hmm. So he's hiding this whole time. We thought he was going to come out at the end at, dressed he's as gonna a pilgrim. He's going to be a little pilgrim, yeah. a little convert. Yeah. Spoiler alert, not the case.
1: But basically, Cody, yeah, gives a nice speech about how she really is grateful. And th- I think they basically are, you know, like, okay, she's learned her lesson. We're mm-hmm. cool. And that's when she's able to make her move. And then, like, all, just, all hell breaks loose. Okay,
0: yeah. But, yeah. Throwing that flower into the fire was cool. It was
1: cool, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, because she stabs patience in the head yes and it goes deep because she like you think that's it for patience but no she is able to pull it out and it, it, it like she's pulling oh, it's it for so, so long gross. and but she tells Ethan she's fine but it's great because clearly she's affected by it I love the way she plays it because mm-hmm. it just like throws her off because mm-hmm. later she goes to look for Tate and she is just like way crazier. Yeah. She's not the stone-faced around
1: and stuff. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So this is when okay, yeah, after all this all, all chaos breaks loose and everyone basically gets recaptured. Tate's still hiding in a closet. Yeah. And they are restrained at the now dining room table and Ethan makes some speech about how, like, oh, your father, ne- like, always provided for you, gave you this house and clothes. And a I wrote it down, $65,000 a year school that Cody goes to. Oh, okay. That's a lot of money per year for school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and
0: earlier, and I like that there are scenes before the pilgrims even get there that show how they're not grateful. Because we hear that Cody's been skipping class and they have a conversation. Yes. Like, I'm paying for this education. And it's never said you're not being grateful about it, but mm-hmm. obviously that's the subtext. That's right. yeah. great.
1: But then Ethan says, and now he will truly provide for mm-hmm. all of us. And, and that's when they, you know it's coming. You know coming. it's coming. They lift, lift, lift up the thing, the, and the lid. Dumbwaiter? Is that what that is? No, no. the dumbwaiter's is. elevator. I forget oh, yeah, what yeah. The, uh, the actual lid thing is called. Yeah. But they... Yeah, and it's, it's dad's his head. head and his rib cage. And this scene was very homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. They're both tied to chairs and yeah, with a cannibal family. And essentially. this is where the gospel
0: music kicks into high gear, and like the pilgrims are all ripping apart yeah. the body and eating. And they're making Anna and Cody eat some of uh, yep. of Shane. Yeah, it's fucked up. I like it. Yeah, it's weird.
1: But then. After a while, all the pilgrims start not feeling so great. Because they, they've been eating these berries. They've been eating the Jerusalem cherries because that was the job Cody was given to mash up the berries. So she put Jerusalem cherries yeah, in there. Yeah, little flashback
0: shows her sneaking them in. Yeah. Which is fun. And
1: again, this is, I just I just have an issue with I know. The, the mechanics of the it's cherries. It's just and there wa- for the plot. It is. Yeah. They're just there to have her poison. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's fine for me anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, so basically they're all throwing up berries and blood probably. and
0: Yeah, and Patience is still looking around for Tate. Oh,
1: she throws up a waterfall. Because of- Ethan yells, he's
0: like, Patience, evacuate yourself.
1: Evacuate thyself. <laughs> yeah,
0: so she like, because he's forcing himself to throw yeah. it all up, and it's a Bloody. Oh, it's so
1: gross. I, I'll
0: probably kill count this next year. This yeah. going to be one where there's so much gore that I'm going to have to yeah. cut out.
1: Yeah, it is pretty nasty, mm-hmm. pretty gruesome. Oh, and I love that this whole part is Anna and Cody teaming up to fight these pilgrims and we're hitting them with candlesticks and shit and Mm -hmm. like really fucking these people up. Yeah.
0: I mean, the poisoning kills all of them except for Ethan and Patience. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Patience gets killed. And the last pilgrim alive is Ethan. And he basically throws himself out a window and ends up in the backyard next to the pool. And so it's the three of them. It's Cody Anna, and Tate are surrounding him kind of looking down at him. And Cody just, gives him the axe
0: yeah he yeah. like i think he tries to save himself with like aren't you grateful now
1: <laughs> yeah like see i did what i <laughs> i did what you wanted me to do all right dude we see his hand kind of open up as he as he's dying and he's holding the half of the wishbone that's that- right
0: because before he dies he says what did you wish for mm-hmm. so it's like yeah they did they come from magic i, I don't think know. so. know yeah.
1: i think that's the implication is that uh cody wished for this and Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like the little bit of magic to it it's, because. It's the perfect amount. Yeah. It's.
0: It's like a, a Krampus type thing.
1: It is. It's because when you think about it, this, you didn't have to have the wishbone at all. At all. You could just have, they're having dinner and everyone hates each other. And it was like, okay, well, we're going to have a nice Thanksgiving this year and I'm going to teach you all to be grateful by having these pilgrims come over and then it all goes to shit. Yeah. But I, 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 I like the, the magic idea of- makes
0: it like they may actually be real pilgrims, you know, because they were brought here by magic. So it's, it's.
1: Although, are they though? Because remember when they're having dinner and ethan says oh i was just telling the story about how i caught a trout in the in the atlantic ocean and cody's like trotter freshwater fish yeah (laughs) so
0: who knows i like it it's like liar liar how there's just a wish is used for the plot Mm -hmm. and that's it you don't need to explain it Mm -hmm. you don't need to explain it it's fine yeah yeah
1: and i i like just we Here, i think anna says i read good reviews about them online Mm -hmm. but But cody looks and there's no so i kind of like the mystery of where the fuck did these people come from because yeah are they real pilgrims are they not i don't know yeah yeah.
0: Uh, and then yeah, end credits is fun. Super 8 footage of the cast, like full around yeah. Kerr Smith winking as he's the head mm-hmm. at the I was wondering table.
1: if he was the I'm sure yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. That's
1: it's cheaper to put a cheaper. hole through the table than <laughs> yeah. making a fake head.
0: That looks good, yeah. Mm. Uh, and in the credits, we saw that someone we went to school with was oh my an associate gosh. producer. Yes,
1: associate producer Noor Hadar. I hope she's listening to this. Is
0: it confirmed? Was she the post-producer?
1: Oh, I'm not sure. Because associate producer in the credits it's usually often. implies the post-production producer, which is like you. So in post-production, you have your team of editors, which is like your assistant editors and then your editors. And mm. then there's the other half of post, which is like your... They're the people who make sure that the editors get all the shit that they need. They're the kind of liaison between the editors and like the actual production itself. Yeah. So that's what so the it's associate like
0: PA, coordinator supervisor and Associate
1: producer. producer. Yeah. 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 So that's amazing. Good job, Noor. Yeah. Way oh to yeah, go. we both were like, oh fuck. I know.
0: That's why I always she, watch to She on my
1: on my senior project, she was my editor. Oh, cool. Yeah, sounds oh, very so she happy. yeah, she
0: has always been in post. Mm-hmm. Great. I know. Yay. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I think it's a great Thanksgiving thing. I yeah. love it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not perfect, but it's fun enough to definitely be worth a watch. It's like eighty minutes. I
1: mean, honestly, a lot of the times I'm I'm in the mood for something that is. It doesn't have to be perfect yeah. if it's trying to be out there and fun. Like, great, I'll take it. Yeah, you know, uh, I'd rather. I'd often would rather have something like that than something that is very safe and is doing what's worked before.
0: Definitely. So uh, I really like this. I'll try to check out more Into the Dark. If people do watch it and can recommend specific episodes, that would be helpful. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Because there's a bunch of episodes right now, so I wouldn't know where to start. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I hope everyone's going to have a good Thanksgiving. This is coming out Tuesday, so in two days on Thanksgiving itself, I'll have the Home Sweet Home kill
1: count. Yes. I
0: know you're all fucking super excited about Home Sweet Home. I'm
1: so excited. I hope I hope you include the clip of... The one guy going, "I need a beer!" That's
0: absolutely in the episode. I'm don't obsessed worry. with it.
1: Yeah. "I need a beer." Very good quotes <laughs> in Home Sweet Home.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Oh, and uh the the love interest from Hocus Pocus, Vanessa Shaw. That's right. is in it as a 5-year-old. She's yeah. a 5-year-old little girl.
1: Amazing. Okay. Great.
0: Cool. Cool. Uh, I'm assuming you don't know what's next week yet.
1: No, yeah, Thanksgiving well, and stuff. It out. I'll yeah. I'll figure out an episode while i'm just in like a fugue state after eating a ton of food that's when my best ideas happen (laughs) (laughs) well
0: thanks everyone uh yeah until next time i'm james
1: i'm chelsea do you want to do the social medias i mean they got
0: to fucking know at this point right
1: they're in the description yeah (laughs) demistore.com if you want merch
0: yeah plug that shit okay (laughs) (laughs) thanks everybody see you next time Bye. bye